0: Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Business and Pleasure podcast with me, Troy Francis. Welcome to the show. And yeah, we are nearly there. It's coming up to the end of the month. So tomorrow will be the wonderful final episode. And look, guys, I miss yesterday as well. I've missed a couple of, of of episodes to this. My intention was to do every day, and yeah, I'm, I've missed a couple, I'm afraid. So I do apologise for that. It's not, it's not good. Uh, do as I say, not as I do. Consistency is very important, but, you know, things come up. And actually, as I've said in a previous episode, actually doing a daily podcast, doing a daily anything, actually, with content is more arduous than you would think. I was doing daily videos, if you remember, on YouTube last year. And even that, you think, well, you just shoot five minutes of video, stick it up. What's the problem? It's in itself, it's maybe not the biggest thing in the world, but just fitting it in with everything else on a daily basis, where not only have you got, you know, work responsibilities and different things to attend to, but also you have life things as well. You have different, you know family commitments, friends, blah, blah, blah. Just the last few days, uh, Mr. Tom Torero has been in London. So I've been sort of hanging out with him. And that's kind of thrown things out a little bit. Um, no, not, not his fault, but um, just hanging out with, you know, and sort of doing some stuff outside of your, you know, regular day to day. And we've had some things to sort out and different stuff. So yeah, you know, I mean, it's just been a funny time. And, and the other thing as well, completely unconnected with uh, Tom or anything else is that I'm working on another project in the background I'm doing a another digital uh, project which is taking up a bit of time so I've been working on that as well and yeah you know I mean things just it all it all adds up and sometimes you know you and, and the other thing to say as well as far as I'm concerned, is my main thing is the blog. My main thing has been updating the blog every day during the week. And I've done that. And I'm also on Twitter all the time. And when you start to put too many of these things into the mix, uh, it, it becomes tricky to keep everything, it becomes tricky to spin all of the plates, as uh, you might say, ironically. So and I think this is going to be reflected. This is this is not what the show's about today, by the way. But just to mention, I think this is going to be reflected next year when I when we go into 2019. I'm going to revise my content schedules a little bit and probably cut back on the amount of content that I'm putting out. You know, probably put out maybe only one blog or post a week. Maybe cut down the number of emails I send out. Uh, you know, and look at different. You know, Twitter. Not sure. Um, probably having a a regular presence on YouTube. You know, there's a few things I'm looking at, and um, but probably in in summation, it's going to be cutting down on the frequency of content rather than doing more because I think I've really hammered it for a year in terms of doing regular content, putting out daily blog posts. You know, being on Twitter the whole time and everything, and and it's been great. You know, uh, but. It makes because the main the main thing. I mean, all of the social media stuff is sort of like the the starter, really, and the main course is the products that you create. And the more time that you spend on the starter, the less time you spend making preparing the main course. And really, the main course is what should be the main thing. You know, it, it shouldn't be. So what I mean by that is um, a blog post is great, but a book is is better. So I should be spending more time making writing the books than I should be doing blog posts or tweets or something like that because those things are sort of ephemeral. They they come and they go. Maybe blog posts a little less so, but you know what I mean. Um, so... And, you know, I just, I just need to look at my time and, and work out the best way to apportion my time so I can, you know, give the best value and also put out some decent content as well um, because the other thing is if you're putting out too much content, then sometimes maybe things can suffer a little, a little bit. I'm not, obviously, they never do on my watch, of course, but, you know, as a general principle, um, that is obviously the case. So anyway, we'll see. I'll be announcing what we're doing going into next year. Next month, I've got some ideas. We've got a plan formulating, and I'll be letting you know about that soon. But in the meantime on with today's show. So what I wanted to talk about today is the subject of having a prolific dating life. And what I wanted to say really, it's very simple, it's much easier to have a prolific dating life than you might think. So the million dollar question is, how do you do that, Troy? Well, what you do, and I've expressed this many times before in different forms, but I'm going to talk about it again because I think it's very important and it's kind of at the root of, of everything that I talk about really, is that in order to have a prolific dating life, you need to be approaching prolifically. Uh, I read a sales book a couple of years ago now and do you know what? I'm not even going to remember the title, but... Uh, If I remember it, I'll I'll mention it or I'll put it into the show notes. But basically, I read this book and and the, the, the thesis of the whole book was essentially to say, if you want to be making consistent sales, you need to consistently fill your pipeline, your sales pipeline. And the only way that you consistently fill your sales pipeline is by consistently pitching. So the secret to consistently selling is consistently pitching. And exactly the same thing is true in terms of your dating life. So a very famous idea in the dating community is that if you don't do anything, then nothing happens. And if you do do something, then there's something is much more likely to happen. So an example of that is simply, it's a Friday night, if you go home and you sit in your bedroom and you watch Netflix then you can pretty much guarantee that nothing is going to happen in terms of your dating life. It's not going to improve. It's not necessarily going to get worse, but it's not going to improve either. It's incredibly unlikely that a a woman is going to just turn up and knock on your door, and you're going to end up making sweet love together. It's just not going to happen, except in some very strange, exceptional circumstances that I can't really even imagine. So... If you, if you don't do anything, then you're going to get nothing in return. Now, on the other hand, if you go to the, the local bar and you talk to 10 women, say, or you talk to 6 women or 4 women, um, there's also no guarantee that the outcome... Is going to be good. You you may get rejected all those times. She you know you may have some conversations with the girls and they don't want anything. You know they don't want to to see you again. They're not interested in going for a you know a, a drink privately with you or anything like that. You don't get their numbers. So it's been a washout. But you know let's be honest. The the possibilities just by having stepped out of the house and taken a bit of action exponentially increase your chances of improving. Your dating life. Uh, if then you go out, but you say to yourself, "Right, I'm going to go out tonight, but I'm not going to come home until I end up finding a girl who will, who you know, to sleep with, who wants to sleep with me." Then you've upped your chances again because now you've made a real commitment. You've said to yourself, "Even if I'm out until seven in the morning and I'm prowling the streets, I'm not going to, I'm not going to give up until, um, until I get laid." Now. I don't necessarily recommend that as a strategy, certainly not when you get to my ripe old age. You know, we need our, our beauty sleep, gentlemen, as much as anybody else. But, uh, you know, in doing that, in taking the additional action, you exponentially increase your opportunities of getting the results that you want. So, on a more relaxed level, the way to do this is approaching on a daily basis. Now, what I've been doing recently. Uh, is approaching on a daily basis and taking one phone number on a daily basis. So that might mean that you have to approach four girls, three girls, two girls, five girls, however many girls it is, until you find someone with whom you have a rapport and with and whom with whom you can exchange contact details, because she is at least in some way interested, potentially, um, obviously nothing's ever guaranteed, but she's potentially interested in seeing you again. So you might get her telephone number for WhatsApp, you might get her Facebook, perhaps you might get Instagram, or something like that. You're basically just looking at uh, obtaining the contact details. And if you do that every day, then in a month that's 30 sets 30 new sets of contact details that you have that you didn't have before now if you think about it 30 in a month that's quite a lot now half of those are going to are going to flake so you're going to be looking at 15 contact details that will, may come through that you may then get a date with and then of those probably a few are going to flake maybe you get Something like, you know, you you could end up getting 10 dates. Seven to 10 dates, say. And of those, half of those will flake. But the others, so this could be three, four, even five, you know. I mean, that's pushing it, but, you you know, it's possible, um, are going to come through and they are going to... Something is going to happen as a result. Now, this stuff isn't always linear. It's not to say... particularly in a big city and you should be in a big city if you're doing this seriously you should you need to be in a you know London or New York or Moscow perhaps or St Petersburg or somewhere like that then what you are going to find is that things are very sort of stop start sporadic because you might get somebody's phone number and then she is she goes on holiday for two weeks or she has to go and work in she has an assignment in Dubai to do for a, for a month or, or something like that or, or you know stuff just happens you know people aren't always just ready to drop everything and they can meet up with you the next night so there's going to be a little bit of a time lag with some of these not all of them but with some of these you might get the contact details but then you don't end up having the romantic connection with her you don't end up sleeping with her until you know a month later or four, five weeks later or some, or whatever it is you know and and that's also um not to say anything of the fact that frequently you'll need to date the girl at least twice before you know it becomes sexual it may be maybe even more times than that three times or whatever um so there is going to be it's not a direct sort of right every every month you can be guaranteed that you're going to uh have sex with this number of girls if you do the thirty approaches because it it doesn't necessarily quite work like that, although over the year, if you did it for a year, what you would see is that you start a pattern st- starts to emerge which will be very much like what i what I just outlined, which is sort of you lose fifty percent at each stage so you get the numbers fifty percent of those flake um, of the ones that don't flake fifty percent come out on the date and then of those fifty percent you end up sleeping with so really from one number per day in a month you could be looking at two sexual partners as a as a result of that endeavor and for most people that is pretty prol- prolific i mean there are guys without a doubt you know let's let's not sugarcoat it there are guys who are very very motivated with this kind of thing there um who are sleeping with significantly more girls than that there are people who work in you know the nightlife industry there are celebrities there are you know different different sorts of people in different situations who are who to them that number to to a month is um you know probably looks like nothing but let's be honest for the average guy that is pretty prolific you know you're talking about 24 new girls in a year which is you know which is quite a lot which is quite a lot for the normal guy If you are nowhere near to that, if you are, as many people listening to this may well be, you know, perhaps you have only dated a handful of girls. Maybe, you you know, you've only slept with one girl. Maybe you're still a virgin. You know, it's possible people listening to this may still be a virgin. Then that's going to sound astronomical to you. You're not going to believe that. You're going to think, wow, that's crazy. But you can see the logic nonetheless. You can see how it happens. It happens. By taking the action, by, by making a commitment to yourself that on a daily basis you're going to go out and do this, you're going to go out and approach and you're going to get the phone numbers or the WhatsApps or the um, uh, Instagram connections or whatever it is and you know, you're going to make it happen and by sheer weight of numbers you are going to see results start to come in, you're going to see things start to happen. Now, we could get into the old age question of, is it a numbers game? And no, it isn't a nu- entirely a numbers game. Numbers help. You need to put the numbers in, but it's not entirely a numbers game because there are certain things that you need to learn in order to make your your technique better, in order to make your closes happen. And you can learn that stuff by reading my books. Now, all of my books at the moment are bundled together in a package, uh, as she said, of eight books. So there are eight dating books by me in a package which I've called The Renegade Blueprint. And at the moment, you can buy that for 50% off. So normally that goes for $69, of course. And right now you can get it for $35. And within that package you get eight books. So you get The Seven Laws of Seduction, which is my very sort of basic game textbook, if you like, which tells you the exact method uh, that, I, that I've that i always used in terms of dating. You will also get uh, "How to Get Hot Girls into Bed," which is a collection of essays that I wrote about the dating marketplace uh, and about how to, you know, how to how to improve your inner game and how to improve your outer game as well. What you actually say, how you stand, eye contact, touch—all of those kinds of things. It's loads of material in that. You also get a copy of Still in the Game, which is a book aimed at guys who are a little bit older, guys really who are in their forties. But if you're in your thirties, you're coming up to your forties, or even older, then this is very much a book for you because it talks about the whole issue of you know dating younger women and the kind of psychological mindsets that you need in order to to be successful at this stuff. Because you know there there, there are natural barriers. That people erect for themselves around things like, you know, shouldn't I've settled down by now? Should I still be living this life? What will people think? Blah blah blah. As well as all of those outer game things as well, in terms of you know what you actually say and do and how you come across and all of that. So, uh, so you get that as well. You get my text game mastery book, which is as it says on the tin, all about texting, how to message, Uh, some stuff about Tinder in there as well, but, uh, you know, particularly on text messaging, WhatsApp, you can use it, it's applicable to Instagram messages, Facebook, and so on, and then you also get the three Fifty Shades of Game books as well, they are all about the naughty side of sex, the naughty side of game, BDSM fetish clubs, swingers clubs, strip clubs, and all of that fun stuff, and finally, you get my absolute best-selling book, which is called How to Be an Arsehole, with a beautifully titled book, uh, which talks about dark triad or dark tetrad characteristics and how you can use those and how you can use the kind of Machiavellian uh, 48 Laws of Power, Robert Greene type stuff in order to exude that bad boy persona that people find uh, women find so incredibly attractive. So you get all of that. All of those eight books, which took me over a year—you know, year to year, year and a half, two years—to write all of that stuff, you get all of that for just thirty-five dollars, which is pretty extraordinary. So I'm going to stick the link in the description below. So do uh, head over to and put that in your cart before I uh, decide to up the price once more, back up to the the old sixty-nine dollars that it was on before. Uh, Yeah. So you know, if in terms of the specific techniques you want to use you will find all of my magic uh formulas and uh and uh, and suggestions and tips and everything else in those books but basically regardless of that what you need to be doing is taking action regularly and when you take action regularly and you don't give up then what you are going to find is that stuff just starts to happen i've always found this you know it's incredible i mean with day game yes I go out every day, I get a number, things just start to happen. You just start to get lucky, in inverted commas. But it's also happened to me in night game as well. You know, you go to the nightclub, and just the very fact that you're there, the very fact you're out, you catch someone's eye, you accidentally get into a conversation with somebody, somebody starts to talk to you. You get into a conversation with someone's friend, and then you and then their friend arrives, and you find you really uh, you're really attracted to them. Things will just start to happen, and you need to put yourself out there so that you uh, become a, a lightning rod, if you like. You become a conductor so that these, this electricity is pulled towards you, and you know you you allow that into your life and as a, as a result, exponentially. As I said, your dating life starts to improve. So, yeah, it's not rocket science. It's very, very simple, but it's not necessarily easy. It's simple in the sense that the advice is just go out and talk to people, talk to girls, but it's difficult in the sense that um, you might not want to do that because you might have approach anxiety or you might, uh, you know, I mean, like for me, it's been, you know, the weather's been bad and I've sort of not felt very well and, you know, I tend to sometimes I I slack off, but you you can't allow those excuses to get in the way. You need to make that commitment, and then you need to stick with it. So I will leave it there for today. I hope you got a lot out of this. Do drop me a line. Do let me know what you think, what you thought of the series so far, and remember to get those uh, that collection of books, Renegade Blueprints. As I say, $35. You get all of them, and it's available Uh, to to purchase on the link below. So do check that out. And I'll leave it there for today. We speak again tomorrow. Bye-bye.